to the world. Hello, everyone listening to Nano to the World. This is Nano Ann. Hey, guys, it's Brandon again. And we're not here in the studio at Hori Pro. We are here at the Where studio are we? at Buka Hosar here in Japan. And we have some special guests sitting over here to our left. Yes, we actually just had a very wonderful and very loud and high tension first half of the episode. And I'm kind of hoping that our guests are going to bring that high tension and that loudness a little bit to Nano to the World as well and liven things up, right? Yes, exactly. So this is a very special episode. We have two guests and we are not going to stall any longer. We're going to introduce them. We have today with us from Cat with Beard from Japan, the podcast episode that we all love. And this is Kathy yes. and Lady Beard. Hello, we are Kathy Cat and Lady Beard Woo! from Cat with Beard from oh. Japan. That's exactly what I was looking for. Yes, you guys. thank wow. you very much. So this actually is now the second guests that we've had come on the program, right? Just the second guest. I'm pretty sure they're not as colorful as we are. No, not well. Mm. Oh, oh. oh. Definite, definitely, definitely no. the most high what? tension. I would what? definitely okay. say that. Okay. It's gonna be, okay. it's gonna be a guest battle <laughs> ensuing soon. Oh my God. No, we've been, we've been really excited to have the opportunity to bring you guys on our podcast as well. So then, when we got the offer from your side. You know, we had to make sure that both sides got to be on both sides' podcasts, right? I know you but, guys. And so I was really excited that we got the offer to come on that one because, oh, cool. you know, you make guest part of your content every time, but on our side, we haven't done it so much. And so yeah, we're just, to have this you opportunity, know, we're right? Lonely. We're you guys are superstars. No, you we don't appreciate need it. no guests. You are the show. <laughs> well, this time we are the show. And I think in the previous um, episode before this one, which, by the way, if you haven't heard it, it's going to be on the Cat with Beard from Japan podcast. So make sure you go check that out if you haven't heard it yet. Um, but on our side, I don't know that the Nano to the World viewers have gotten to know you two as well. So, so we need to make introductions, right? Absolutely. So of let's course. have our guests introduce themselves. Nano, if you go ahead and take it away. Yeah, of course. Okay, well, Kat with Beard from Japan is also a Japanese entertainment-based, you know, culture-based um, podcast. Um, reaching out to the world and sharing the wonderful Japanese culture, right? Mm -hmm. What is your podcast about? Just give us a brief, like, introduction. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. What's our podcast a, not about? It's <laughs> all Listen. about Japan and things you need to know goes from very, very crazy things we're mm -hmm. doing. It's, it's very loud, it's very vibrant, mm -hmm. it is very, um, what's the word when you can't in English when you go and uh, I can't even fathom what it's gonna be. Lebkuchen. Yeah, genau. <laughs> hey, we explore Japanese culture, we explore Japanese show business, we explore life in Japan from the perspective of a lovely German TV host now hosting TV in Japan and a cross-dressing Australian pro wrestling heavy metal singer living in Japan. It's everything you need in a podcast apart from the content you're getting on Nano to the World. Exactly. Couldn't I can say definitely say that you guys are one of a kind. Absolutely. No. Absolutely. But we covered a lot of the similar Sure, sure. Like topics because you know these are all really really um, important topics um, to be covered from 
people like us, you know, people trying to make it in the entertainment industry as well and, and living in Japan. Because I know it's very interesting to hear from your guys' own mouths and words about, you know, trying to make it in Japan. So, bless you. For those of you that may have not heard of、um, these two wonderful、um, personalities before, please give us an introduction of your guys, like what you guys are doing in Japan,、um, how long you've been here for, what are you aspiring to do?、Okay. All right, hello, my name's Lady Beard. I'm a cross dressing pro wrestler and heavy metal singer from Australia, now living in Japan.、Um, I, I used to be an actor and a stuntman and a voice actor, and so I used to dub anime. Uh, full time, and then the 2008 financial crisis came and it wiped out my career. So I said, I know how to solve all my problems. I'll become a cross dressing pro wrestler and heavy metal singer. And I did that. Then I toured to Japan and went very well. So I moved to Japan. I got famous on the internet. Now here we are. Wow. Boom. Mic、so, drop. That is one of the best self introductions I have ever heard in my life. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> But we all know now that when things go, you know, not so well, we can all, you know, You know, oh, I know what my、game. next job is going to be. There's always、yeah. cross dressing pro wrestling. <laughs> there's a whole place. Cross dressing pro wrestling. Great advice. Just, just as, a, as a B plan, <laughs> just a side hustle. You know? And yourself, Kathy Cat, tell me about yourself. So,、um, my name is Kathy Cat. I'm originally from Germany, studied in the UK. Now I'm here in Japan. I love Japanese fashion. Sure. If you guys can see it, but I'm wearing a very frilly, frilly. Colorful dress here right now, which is called a Lolita fashion. It's nothing to do with the book, I'm gonna say that straight away. It's a fashion style that comes from Harajuku here in Japan, very cutesy, very kawaii, and it ties into my love for transforming yourself. I think I got very, very young inspired for the Sailor Moon kind of like transform、oh, yourself. Sure, you know? sure. Exactly, you can be lazy, you can be, you know, you know, a bit of a crybaby or whatever, but you're gonna put on the right dress and you're gonna get out there to fight for the right thing. And I think that kind of brought me here in the end. So now here I am a reporter. YouTuber、um, and a host in Japan, meaning I report on YouTube, I interview Japanese people a lot, or, or talk about cool stuff here in Japan, also fashion. But I'm also a TV host of a Japanese international channel. You guys might be able to actually see it in your country on TV. NHK World. Wow. There's a program called Japan Railway Journal where I talk about the wonders of Japanese railways as well. So that, that's a really fun thing as well. And I've recently been also in a documentary about why do we. Uh, you know, foreigners or Germans in that case love Japanese culture, anime,、mm. manga. Why do we love it so much? So, recently was in that. That is so、well. interesting. But, anyways, I want to ask you guys、um, first off the bat, like, I know this is a very, very elementary question, but what really, like, grabbed your heart about Japan and just made you want to get over here? Like, what was that first? Key thing that, made, that brought you guys here. Why Japan? Why? Yeah, why very, Japan? very similar actually to what got you, Nano,、mm-hmm. to Japan, I think, in a way, is I did love anime and manga,、mm-hmm. but it was just like a, a thing that you just like and you watch it on TV until、mm-hmm. someone gave me a CD, I think it was Utada Hikaru. Oh,、mm-hmm. yeah.、Um, and they just played it in their car, and I was just like, what is this? Because、mm-hmm. for me, it was like, this is music, and I don't understand a single word,、mm-hmm. but it moves me. Oh, wow. And I think that's part of the, okay, let's look this up. Like,、mm. up until then, it was just anime manga. I was doing musical, I was part of a Sailor Moon musical. So, we were singing also some of the songs. So, they started to bring in some of the Japanese songs there as well. So, I was exposed more and more to Japanese music. And I was like, I don't know what is about this song, but it makes me feel something.、Mm. I don't understand the lyrics. Maybe I feel something completely different, but it still made me feel special or like good or like moved. 
And that's when I started looking into the language. What kind of culture is this? What kind of place is wow. this? And that's when I was like, you know what? I would like to find out more. And I think that sparked the initial looking things up, searching things, and then trying to learn it or come here, all of that. So I think anime, fashion, music are like the big three for me. Wow, that's so interesting. I think that's something that probably all of us, and I'm going to ask in a second, Lady Beard, if you agree with this, but there was something for each of us that when we had our first, like, real opportunity to engage with something Japanese, something that we knew what it was, we knew it was Japanese or we knew it was something different that we hadn't heard before from Japan, that it spoke to us in a certain way. So for Nano, it was music. For yourself, Kathy, as well, it was music. For myself, it was a voice actor. Now, for Ladybeard, what was it about Japan that hooked you? For me, it was probably coming here on tour the first time, to be honest, because sure. I, so I was previously living in Hong Kong, so I yep. started doing my show over there, right? Um, so then, so what would happen was I would I would be in Hong Kong, and I'd do my show, and after every show, people would come up to me and they'd say, dude, you need to go to Japan. The Japanese are going to love you. Sure. So I went, all right. So I organized a tour, and I came to Japan. First show, like, the Japanese audience was fantastic. Mm -hmm. the, you know, start my gimmick, and everyone, bah! popped so hard for it. And I was like, oh, wow, this is, it really kind of felt like, all right, cool, well, I found the place where I'm supposed to be doing my thing then. Mm -hmm. So that's probably what it was for me. It was an interesting thing, right? Because I was, um, I've been exposed to, I guess, a distorted idea of Japanese-ness from quite a young age. Firstly, probably through Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which I'm mm, sure you Sure, okay, sure. Because there was there's elements of, you know, right. Japanese are thrown into that from an American standpoint. Mm. But then also I trained in martial arts, so I had exposure to karate and Aikido mm -hmm. and Ninjutsu and things like that. And then um, I was also a, a voice dubber, so mm. I spent all day every day watching anime sure. and dubbing it. And it was very interesting doing that because you kind of, you start seeing all these uh, cultural elements that which, which, because we have to watch every episode of every show. Mm. Right. You'd sit there and you'd see the consistencies and you'd start saying, why are the, why are the kids all wearing yellow hats to go to school? <laughs> sure, and things sure. like this, right? So you start getting exposed to, oh. to the culture in less of a sort of a Japan, da! Right, type right. sense. Oh. So more of a kind of everyday type sense yeah. through that sort of thing. Hmm. And then I came here and the tour went great and I was like, right, here we go. Wow. Hmm. And so you've been in Japan ever, like, how, how long have you been in Japan now? For both of you. So this is my eighth year. Mm -hmm. So I'm just broken wow. into my eighth year. So it's like seven and a half at this mm -hmm. point. And I'm just passing eight and a half. So wow. I'm approaching my ninth year. Do you ever feel homesick or? Yeah, I feel homesick, especially during this, uh, this, this, this fun, past three years we've had world oh. events being oh, what they are yeah, where aeroplanes have been places. I think the things I miss the most it seems to be things that you can't really bring here that easily so it's yeah. more like people yeah. mm. and uh, quality pretzels pretzels? <laughs> was it my pretzels? I, I, I miss pretzels with fresh good mustard pretzels, and not, good not, German pretzels yep, and good German yep, sausages yep. I know this is such a cliche it's terrible no no no, no not at all we all love cliches chocolate with lots of milk mm. that mm -hmm. you know melts would, would totally melt here in the Japanese summer yep. but in Germany, it's just oh, the Germans admittedly have extremely delicious chocolate. Well, the Hokkaido yeah. chocolate, you know, get a little bit of Hokkaido cow milk chocolate. Yeah, it still is good, but it's not great. It doesn't scratch the same itch. Hmm. Luckily, you know, um, I've been to Germany for a, sh a couple of shows oh. in my past mm. before, and I've also been to Australia for a couple yes! of shows. Yes! Mm -hmm. yep. yep. um, Smash. That's in Australia, right? Smash. Yeah, yeah, mate! So, all right, You know, I feel really, really at home with you guys, and I, I understand, like, the wonderful aspects of each of your countries, that but is. I haven't been able to go back, you know, since the pandemic as well. Yeah. So I really understand, like, I loved the chocolate when I went to Germany, mm -hmm. and I also loved Sydney for so many things, particularly the koala bears. Did they feed you sauerkraut when you were in Germany? Did they make you eat that? 
Um, I think I might have had it, but I just loved everything that oh, I had. Oh, okay. There. I was expecting some like, oh yeah, terrible stuff. No, oh, no, no, no. Oh, everything was, was awesome in Germany. Yeah, Germany's great, eh? Like, Where did you go in Germany? I went to Dusseldorf. Uh, Dusseldorf. Dusseldorf. Yeah. Oh, great. I went to Dokomi, the event. Oh, of course, oh. Dokomi. Oh. Yes, I went yes, there yes. twice. As it was Boston. actually my first overseas concert. Right. No. Ever. Ironically, it was not the United States. It was exactly. Germany. Oh, right. so we got you first before the world got you. Oh, yep. I missed Nano Germany. to the world first in Germany before she. Came to the world, yes. Danke, <laughs> Oh my goodness! I just have so many good memories of both countries as well mm, as other countries lovely. as well. And you know, I love the international um, community that anime sure. really creates for mm. all of us. I think it's one of the most diverse and worldwide like things in the entire world because now anime in Japanese culture and music is. So so international. Right. Mm -hmm. Everyone knows about it, loves it. No matter what country you go to, they're like, oh, J-Rock, J-Pop, mm. anime, I love it. And I'm so happy about that. That's yeah, fantastic. it's interesting. Like, um, right? I think when I started out in Germany, because you mentioned events, I started at, at this very first big anime convention mm -hmm. and that spirit of everyone coming together. And we were mm -hmm. performing there. We we're doing like a Sailor Moon musical and like jumping about. Mm -hmm. But it was just that spirit of, Oh my gosh, like we're not alone with this. We all love this and people would like talk about their favorite characters mm. or dress up as them and that kind of like it, it creates such an interesting vibe to go to events like that and conventions like that. So and it was always great to see to then have over the time more and more Japanese artists or people from Japan coming in. And we also yeah. had actually some um, Polish girls who sometimes oh, wow, came to wow, sing wow. in Japanese. Sure. It was just like, you know what? It doesn't matter. We're all loving this. So let's have a great time. Kind of. Brandon, did you ever go to any anime conventions when you're back in the U.S. at all? No. So I went to one local one when I was in university, um, uh -huh. and it was a very small one. I have never been like to Anime Expo, for oh. example. Uh. Although I think by the time we're putting this on the air, I will have been Ooh. to Anime Expo because oh. I'm going at the end of this anime week. Anime Expo. Oh. Um, the end of this week. Yeah, it's this weekend. Right? Oh but, wow! Have um, fun. So by the time you're all listening to this and you know seeing this, I'll have gone. So, but I up to this point have not had the opportunity mm. to go. Um, and basically, like, right when I started getting into Japanese culture and started getting into Japanese, I, you know, was in, still in high school, so I didn't really have the mo like mobility to go do it myself, to go to conventions. And then when I was in university, I was laser focused on studying and, and, and making sure that I was, you know, learning the Japanese I need to learn. But I did go to a local one. But once I graduated, I came straight here. And so this is funny, like, we're talking too much about us, and I want to get to you guys, you know, more, but I'll just <laughs> say this. It's a of habit. No, no. I, people, like, especially Japanese clients and stuff, they'll ask, like, oh, so, you know, did you ever see this at AX? Or did you ever see this at Anime New York City? And I'm like, yeah, but I came here immediately after <laughs> university, so I haven't, you know, had the opportunity to go back too many times yeah. to conventions and things like that. And so I'm actually, like, the worst encyclopedia of knowledge about American conventions even though I'm from the United States and so I never have any good answers for them so I feel bad about it but apparently that's about to change at the end of this week when well, I Well look at that. Hey, well, those of you who are hanging up by the time this gets out would have already happened. Those of you who can time travel you need to go ahead of an AX and see Brandon there. Yeah if you if you were there and you saw some dude walking around you know with, with a some, lovely haircut. I don't know what to do so I was gonna and I'm gonna ask you for opinions on this you know afterwards both of you as to what I should be doing with this. Twi okay. With your hair? Yeah. I think it looks very nice. Really, I What's appreciate it. What's the problem? It. Yeah, no, I, I never know what to do with it, to be honest with you. I think we've it talked about this in a podcast episode before. It is, before. but yeah, the, only, the only upgrade you can get it is Twin Tails. Yeah, to, they improve everything mm. always. Yeah. Yep. Once you came to Japan, though, 
did your initial image of Japan change at all, or was there was something it, that shocked you, like when you came here that like, you weren't expecting? Did it become expecting? a better thing, or I think this probably applies to when you move anywhere, but I think sure. maybe more so with Japan because the content from Japan from overseas seems so extreme and so vibrant. What's, what's interesting is is you get to Japan, you get to Tokyo, and you kind of expect it to be like Evangelion. Mm, well, you sure. kind of expect it to be in a room. You expect people to be like, hey it's madness. Sure. And you get here and everyone's just going through life. <laughs> right, of course. But I find that's kind of, that's kind of, a lot of people go through that process when they arrive mm. and they're like, Shibuya! Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's, you know, it's, it's a suburb. Mm-hmm. And people just going to work. A businessman. Yeah, of course. And that's right. I did a lot of research. I'm the type of person who does a lot of research. I, we were talking about this on my our well podcast. Organized. It's good because I'm, I'm not. very overly organized, and I have a master's in science fiction. Mm, so, okay. <laughs> like, I'm the type of person who does a lot of like research into little mm-hmm. bits and pieces. But um, so some things did not surprise me. But I think one thing that never fails me to well it's to surprise me nowadays is still we have this image of everything being so technologically advanced mm. and in oh. some part it is we have like great robots here and stuff but then some web pages are made like um Yucho Japan the Japanese post office made his new web page and it's like it's made in the 90s oh, some <laughs> like, angel oh fire like all html <laughs> oh god if you're trying to send posts abroad mm-hmm. now you have to go through this web page that keeps crashing you can't push the back button because yep, it yep, crashes yep, the system yep. and you're like who made this they made this literally last year, mm-hmm. and it's so technologically in the 90s that oh, it's yeah. slightly painful. So you gotta stop faffing around with these fangle dangle websites and send a fax. Yeah, probably, because oh, Japan also oh, loves still their faxes. A lot of them fax, People yeah. still send faxes in Japan for Corona reports, they use faxes. Yeah, faxes. I mean, <laughs> when. I, st- I found it always funny. Like, when I first moved to Japan, I lived, you know, pretty far out in the countryside. You know, not super far out that you couldn't get into Tokyo, you know, reasonably, but, you know, pretty far out there. And, like, the for some doctor's offices, for example, you could call in and make an appointment, but their recommendation was, please fax your, <laughs> like, pre-examination form into the mm-hmm. office, and then we will call you about an appointment, right? Now, I never did that, of course. I always, you know, made my appointment over the phone, but that was something that shocked me when I first came over was that that could possibly still be a thing. Or, like, the, I don't think it's so much anymore, but definitely back when I first came, you know, going on 12 years ago now, was, like, the department stores would have, like, a shop by fax catalog. Oh, dear. <laughs> Way back in the day. Shopping I got the impression that, because Japan had its um, economic bubble in the 80s and yeah. 90s, yeah. that was sort of the golden age. Sure. And for everyone who's sort of in their, you know, 40s, 50s, 60s now, mm. it's kind of, well... That's when we were kind of at our most vibrant. So let's hmm. just try and stick with that. Maybe. I think changes sometimes come are really slow in Japan, right? So especially I in companies, so. it's usually by hierarchy when you the way you move up and less by skill, sometimes literally by the amount of time you've been in a sure. company and such. So that's probably why a lot of changes are so slow too, because I think the people, some people who are like on top right now, they... They don't have that connection to the internet yet because they didn't grow up with it. So mm. it's harder for them to understand it and sure, know course. how to um, work it or how to then pass it back down to say, okay, can you please do this or the other thing? Positive thing I wanted to say is I love the live and let live of Japan. Oh. Mm. A lot. Like, I can go out dressed like a 
colorful cupcake and I'm not gonna get harassed I'm not gonna get any negative oh, comments I'm not yeah. it's literally live and let like people might have a look and go like okay what is she wearing but the kind of comments you would get in Japan is you maybe get a girl says kawaii cute maybe you get like an old lady goes like oh my gosh how is that skirt how is it so goofy <laughs> cool what yeah. do I do and then like the, the worst that ever happened was an old lady flipping my skirt upside down because she wanted to see why it's so goofy <laughs> and you know apart from that People are lovely here. Like it's live and let live. Everyone goes on with their life, like you said. Mm -hmm. Everyone works very hard and does, does a very good job, but it, you don't bother other people. And I think that's a very wonderful thing. Yeah, it's quite lovely. No, but just hearing that now it reminds me that I've forgotten so many aspects about Japan that are so wonderful because I've mm. gotten used to them so mm. much and mm. I don't think twice about them. You get desensitized. Yeah, right, right. But that is so true, though. I think that Japan is one of those countries that has the least amount of like those. Kinds of racisms or like you know problems with between people and you know judging you necessarily. I mean there are some things that、um, are judged, but you can be yourself and you can do the things you like without too much trouble. And also just the absolute absence of street level crime. Oh、mm. yeah. Oh of course.、Mm. That that kind of safety here is one of the things I really really really. Love like、mm. being after the show. You can see, or if, if you can see, like around us, everything's dark, and we're, we're all gonna go home in the dark. But we、mm -hmm. wouldn't have to like necessarily call a taxi or, or ask a friend to walk us、mm. home, kind of thing. Yeah, and the other thing is the Japanese.、Um, the Japanese people are very hungry for things that are interesting. Yeah, that is true. That it's is a funny thing. Like I get a lot of time in Australian culture when something shows up that's new,、mm -hmm. people feel a lot of Australians feel they're not allowed to like it. As long as they've looked around, everybody else likes it、oh. first. And then go,、oh. But I find in Japan, there's a、That's、thirst. There's a thirst for new, interesting stuff.、Hmm. Yeah, that is interesting. Is it like that in Germany? Do you think?、Uh, I think in Germany we have a lot of like. Why? Like if things are too crazy,、uh -huh. like if your fashion is too crazy, people are like, why? It's not practical. It's not practical. German fashion. You have a、practical. reason for that. Yeah. If there's like a trend, everyone wears the same,、mm -hmm. and、uh, so breaking out of that, you will stand out a lot.、Oh, um, I but I think with new things, it takes a little bit longer. But there's a big difference I feel with the Japanese fans and with、um, fans from、oh, well, other parts、this. of the world. Go ahead. I feel like in Japan there's so many trends、mm. that sometimes people move on very. Fast.、Mm, yes. So it's like this anime and it's over. This anime and this is over. Oh、mm. my god! Once my family is over, it's over. You you get you up to the next thing, you know.、Yeah. Mm. And that's that. Western fans tend to be a bit more loyal. Mm, mm, They stick mm, with mm, the franchise for a lot longer,、mm. even when it hasn't aired in five, six, seven, eight years. That is、true. so true. Still love it, right?、Yeah. But in Japan, it's like that's over. That's old. Um, so <laughs> it's weird for some people to、exactly. still be into anime there, all because it's almost like a. Yeah, no, that we have something new, and it might be one of my theories, at least, is it might be because there is just such a massive amount of、mm -hmm. new shows coming、yeah. out every right. day,、mm. every week. Like、mm. it's not just oh, there's like five, ten new anime on Netflix today. It's like Netflix, and then all the other watch services,、mm -hmm. and then on TV at the same time. And there's just so many shows、mm. that you just get overwhelmed with the mass of it. Oh my gosh, I know what we're gonna talk about for the next episode. We're gonna go. Oh no, I was gonna、detail. say the same thing. This is thing. wonderful <laughs> because yep. you guys、yep. have connected. Connected it, linked it perfectly to the next one that I want to link、oh、it to. So, you guys, that's what we did. Keep, keep up, and stay tuned because we're gonna. 
probably make a transition into the episode or what is it? Speaking 13? of which, let's do a time it's check. Are we, is, it, is it time? We are is it time to oh, four, four minutes, minutes, minutes? Just enough time to tell you where to go find us on the internet. Kathy can't talk to the people. Okay. So our podcast is called Cat with Beard. And you can find us on any podcast site. Yes. Check it out. We're definitely there. We also have a YouTube channel yes. again, Cat with Beard. From Japan, yes. I keep forgetting to say that. From Japan Porn. is our thing, is our shtick, but also Lady Beard. Please go to the internet, put in Lady Beard underscore Japan. While you're there, press follow and such. I don't want you to put it in and then leave it. Press follow on that kind of thing. Yeah. While you're there, put in Baby Beard underscore Japan. That's my pop group. Then put in Kathy Cat stuff. What's that? Kathy Cat underbar TV. I know it's old school. No one watches TV anymore, but I like the <laughs> retro feel of it. Kathy Cat underbar TV. I also have a channel called Ash Japanese. Also, Emma. NHK world that would be lovely. No, it's lovely to be here, but we're, this is not the last time you no. see us or hear Absolutely us. Absolutely not. Because yeah. we're going to be on this podcast again, right? Yes, yep, coming exactly. up next week, I imagine, is what it'll end up being. So. Just so not stop! Yes. It's uncontainable, people! <laughs> it can't be ceased! And Ooh. we are going to have these wonderful people on our podcast yes. again, so be sure to come on over for part one of this type podcast on Cat with Beer from Japan. So it was great having these two very energetic, very colorful guests. Absolutely. And we're going to have them back in the next episode. So stay tuned and thank you so much for tuning in to this time's episode of Nano to the World. This is Nano to the World! Wow! Yes! 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 Hang on a second. Yes! We have to get some kind of like, 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 what? Like a catchphrase? Catch, like, catchphrase, like how are we going to say the, the, the program name from now on? Maybe you guys can teach us after we're over. Like, should, we come do, up with a... should we do Nano to the World? We'll do all four of us. Okay, 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 right? Like okay. she did Nano to the World. Okay. Nano to the World. Okay. Three, two, one. Nano, Nano to the World! I have a feeling that this will be a limited time offer. Walk off camera. Let's <laughs> Mic drop. Um, make sure you follow Nano to the World podcast on all the social media accounts and Twitter yeah. and Instagram. And please uh, let us know on Nano underscore uh, World on Twitter. See us then. Bye-bye. I thought we already caught. I thought we already caught. This is why I want to say. Chaos happens where we follow. See you next Rock time. On. Good Bye. Rock on. Goodbye.